0: We should have a warning sign to alert us when we're activating some trauma and diving into what I call emotional black holes. Like the robot on the Lost in Space TV show from the 1960s that would wave its arms around and say, danger Will Robinson, danger, when danger was approaching. The next best thing is to understand what emotional black holes are, what causes them, and how we can avoid being pulled into them as well as what to do with this trauma and how to heal it. Have you ever been just sitting around minding your own business then you get a phone call or a text, or you have a conversation that sends you into an emotional tsunami. Suddenly your life, which you thought was just fine a minute before is now in emotional overdrive. And you're so angry, upset, unclear, sad, or scared that you spiral into a negative emotional funk or Maybe you're listening to the radio and a song comes on that reminds you of an old relationship, an old partner, something sad that happened to you, and you cry for days. What just happened? Your emotional energy got set in motion because a connection was made to an emotional black hole which stirred up its energy and it sent you into a tailspin now you have to find the source of that emotional black hole and heal and release it so you can bring in new energies also you have to fill in the energy gap that the emotional black hole creates and stop trying to heal it by bringing in people with the exact same energy that you try to convince not to traumatize you we'll talk about that in just a moment Emotional black holes are contrary to what you may think, not places where we have no emotional energy. They're not like energy gaps. They are places in our emotional body where, like black holes in the universe, we have a concentration of very dense energy, a reservoir which contains all of our unhealed emotional trauma from things like our soul wounds. And this builds up over many lifetimes. It can also build up in the current lifetime, starting with very early childhood. Our most painful emotional memories in current and previous lives represent our biggest, most dense, darkest black holes. And they are powerful forces of dense negative energy. And like black holes in space, they drain energy from everything in our lives. They can turn our best of times into sad events because they are a constant reminder of a painful past and a potentially painful future. And they have strong trigger points that can be easily activated by the smallest event or situation. So as we're discussing emotional black holes and emotional trauma, I'm sure that a lot of you are thinking about something that happened to you in the past and how easily that memory can be triggered. For example, the first time someone broke your heart or if you had a parent who died or a a loved one who died or you had an embarrassing situation or even something that used to happen as a child. I can remember when I was growing up, my mother would say my name a certain way, Jennifer, And I knew I was in trouble. I was going to get blamed for something. I was going to get in trouble. Something was going to happen to me just by the way she said my name. Well, even into my thirties, I can remember feeling this dread when someone said my name in a certain way, Jennifer, and I would just be practically nauseous. And one day this happened to me and I was at work and I'm in my thirties and I'm thinking, wait a minute what's going to happen to me? Like, Am I going to get a spanking? Of course not. I'm an adult. I don't need to respond this way. But it was not just the fear of getting into trouble. It was the other things that were part of that, the not being listened to, the being treated unfairly by my parents, the idea that they were often a very accusatory, and would rush to accuse me of things without listening to my side of the story or without giving me the benefit of the doubt, things that I found extremely challenging and very traumatizing. So think of your painful memories as we're going through this discussion, because I'm gonna talk in just a moment about triggers and, and healing and how you can resolve these very, very challenging emotions that you carry around in your energy field. And that can be the source of not only great distress, that they can be the source of great upset in your life because often when they get triggered, you are completely powerless and helpless and so out of control of your emotions that you have a very hard time dealing with the situation in any kind of effective way. Emotional black holes work in two ways. They suck in energy as we try to find an antidote for the pain we're feeling. And they alter our energy body so that all of our energy mirrors their energy. So the greater the fear, the more we alter our energy field to be able to reflect that fear and respond with the fear. So when you're traumatized, the first response to trauma is what? You wanna just run away, go in the other direction, go hide, close your eyes, wait till it's over, pretend it's not happening. Because the way we respond to trauma from an emotional black hole because it's such dense energy is we just can't deal with it we can't handle it and one way this manifests too is say for example the trauma is from relationship then you'll avoid relationships i remember when i was teaching my relationship success boot camp And we were, in which we discussed raising your love vibe, changing the vibration that you have, the energy you have around relationships. And that's all kinds of relationships, not just romantic relationships. But I remember a woman responding on the the Q&A for the webinar and saying, well, I'm not interested in a relationship. I've decided that I'm better off without a relationship and I'm happy with my life the way it is. Now i didn't dispute the fact that she has decided that she's going to be better off the way she is and and she's going to deal with the relationship trauma by having no relationships that's her way of resolving this emotional black hole but the issue that i brought up is that emotional black holes don't just happen in one part of your life they happen in every part of your life so the energy of the trauma isn't just about relationships and it's not focused in one single area it actually covers a wide range of different parts of your life so the trauma you feel at home or within, say, romantic relationships or family relationships will be reflected at work. As I experienced with the way people said my name, I thought, oh no, I'm in trouble. And it would bring up all these trauma memories. And I think, you know, something terrible is going to happen to me until, as I said, one day I just thought, wait a minute, I'm at work. There's really very little they can do for me. I haven't done anything. So why am I walking around You know, practically throwing up with year because this is just ridiculous but I have to get to that realization so this is something that I want to point out as we're going through this discussion of emotional black holes is it's not just one part of your life that's impacted it's all of your life that's impacted so let's talk about how energy trauma works and how emotional black holes work as I said, they work in two ways. They suck in energy. So they pull in energy as we try to find an antidote for the pain we're feeling. So what do we do to find an antidote? We pull in that kind of energy to try and transform it. That's why children of alcoholics marry alcoholics. Abusers become abusers or they will marry abusers. People who have issues with addiction or some kind of of energy like that will marry addicts. People who have some kind of trauma in their life will automatically seek out people with the same kind of trauma, not because they're necessarily addicted to the trauma, but because they're looking for an antidote, they're looking for a cure, and they're trying to get the transformation by changing that trauma. So they want to change the person who's going to traumatize them or abuse them or betray them. And that vindicates their experience, which is not a good way of doing this at all. Let me just make that point. And the, other way that emotional black holes work is they alter our energy body. So all of our energy mirrors their energy. And I just stated this a few minutes ago. So when you are faced with trauma, you become traumatized, you become a victim, you are victimized and that reflects the energy of the trauma. The greater the trauma, the more we are impacted by the frequency and vibration of our emotional black holes. Think of like a giant vacuum cleaner that sucks all the joy, peace and good things from your life. Do you create the vacuum so you won't risk being disappointed if things don't work out for you? This is often very true. We deny ourselves the joy so we don't have to experience the loss of joy. We deny ourselves happiness and, and good things so that when they're taken away from us or we lose them, which we absolutely know is going to happen, we won't be as disappointed. Emotional black hole trauma is always based on past experience. So it has a basis in truth. There is really trauma there and there really is this very dark negative energy there. And it's really very scary, it's very devastating and you've already experienced it. So let's look at what your response to an emotional black hole is and how we deal with this energy. So you know you have an emotional black hole, number one, when you're easily triggered by anything that brings up this emotion one of the best examples is like when you were younger and your mother said certain things to you or she did certain things or it's, you know, different things happened as a child and you can experience those things as an adult and if you're not consciously aware of it it'll bring up the same level of fear the same level of trauma but In other situations and with other relationships, it will also trigger you. And something that triggers you is something that takes you out of your energy space and forces you to react to something, not respond, but react. So think of react, act again. So you are reacting directly to the energy in a way that's completely unconscious. It's like if you've ever, adopted a shelter dog and that dog was abused, it takes a long time before you can raise your hand to the dog or make certain movements and the dog won't flinch because the dog is reacting to that movement as though you're going to hit the dog because that's the dog's experience. So you know you're easily triggered by anything that brings it up. Number two, you do a lot to avoid any interaction that refers to this emotional trauma. And I take you back to one of my webinar attendees who said, Oh, I'm not interested in this because I've decided to be alone. Well, that's certainly her prerogative to decide to be alone, but I can tell you that I know that she decided to be alone because she wants to avoid the possibility of getting triggered again, of betrayal, of abandonment, of abuse, of whatever it was that she felt she needed to protect herself from she does that by avoiding relationships entirely think of the things within your own emotional black hole energy that you just avoid doing discussions you won't have or Things that you won't address or people that you don't like to talk to because you know there's going to be some kind of challenge or some kind of difficult experience there and you just can't deal with it, so you just avoid it. Number three, you feel powerless and helpless when this happens, even to the point of detaching or fracturing yourself from your energy field when you get triggered. Now, if you've ever felt or experience this kind of detachment and I have, it's pretty scary. You literally have this sensation of leaving your body where you just leave your energy body completely. It's too traumatic. It's called disassociation. It's, there's a, it's got, there's a psychiatric diagnosis of that, but you can energetically disassociate yourself as well when you're faced with difficult trauma. And what happens then is you are feeling, Physically in your body, but emotionally and energetically, you're not in your body anymore. And you literally split off from yourself. We see this in very severe trauma when it happens to children that leads into adulthood. And sometimes even adulthood that experience severe trauma, they'll just disassociate. They can develop all kinds of psychological problems. And that's beyond the scope of this discussion. But you can energetically disassociate from yourself when you get triggered because it's it feels so powerless and you feel so helpless that you don't know what to do and you're so afraid to face the situation because of the trauma that you just disappear you just go away and that's not a good thing to do as you probably figured out but it's one of the symptoms of emotional black holes When you get triggered, and this is the next point, number four, you are immediately sent back to the past and to the experiences that created this trauma. One of the things that I write about in my book, Ascending Into Miracles, is how the body processes memory. When you have a memory, and especially something that's traumatic or caused you pain or that was a particularly difficult situation, your mind and your body process that situation as though it were happening right now so when you get sent back to the past by something that brings up a difficult memory what's really happening is you experience that past memory as though it were happening in the present right now and the documentation for this, there's there's scientific evidence that this is exactly how the body responds as though the emotional energy, as though it were happening now. So you can be as angry today as you were about something 10 years ago. You can be as scared today as you were about something 25 years ago or even longer. So you feel powerless and helpless. You get sent back to the past and the last one may be a little bit more difficult for some of you. but. You have this vague memory of the trauma since it's been part of your past life experiences for many lifetimes. And maybe it's something that happened in this lifetime and you just don't remember. But you aren't clear about what it is. You just know that you're either afraid of that emotion or you avoid it. Or you, again, you disassociate whenever it comes up. So emotional black holes are, as I said, areas of extremely dense emotional energy. They're like black holes in space. So if you know about black holes in space, they are areas of extreme density. And because they have such a strong gravitational pull, they literally pull energy towards themselves because they are so dense. And as you know, if you've ever experienced some kind of trauma, the trauma robs you of your joy. It robs you of your peace of mind and peace of heart. It makes it very difficult for you to relate to people. It makes it very difficult for you to get excited about things, to enjoy your life, to feel positive about the future, and to deal with things in the present. It it can make you want to just go sit off in a corner, not participate in the world, do nothing, or just disengage completely. Let's talk about how we resolve this. So there there are different ways we try to resolve this. And let's look at a few examples. These are spaces that we try to fill when we reach out for new relationships and look for people to love us. We really want them to fill that emotional black hole for us. That's why we look for people. And our desire is that I want you to love me. I want you to accept me. I want you to take care of me, to be present for me. But as you've probably experienced in your own life, or maybe, you know, someone like this, all they do is make the hole bigger because they can't give us something that we don't already have within us. And also we're attracting someone to try and heal an energy. So we are attracting a person who also holds that energy. So not only are we traumatized and we're looking to heal the trauma, we pull in someone who is similarly traumatized. So how does this work? Imagine you have a relationship history that includes dealing with betrayal by someone you trust, someone very close to you. The trauma associated with the betrayal creates an emotional black hole that will then create trust issues and fear of betrayal in every situation. Now remember, as I've been saying, Emotional black holes just aren't about a single little focused area of your life. They spread into every area of your life. So if you have trust issues, you'll have trust issues with everybody, the people you work with, your neighbors, the people in your life, the old people, the new people. You'll have trouble making friends. You'll have trouble getting close to people because you have this fear of betrayal. The trauma associated with betrayal creates an emotional black hole that creates trust issues and fear of betrayal in every situation. But you'll also be attracted to people who will betray you because this is something you want to heal and you will try to do that with someone who's capable of betraying you. So can you see how this just becomes a vicious cycle and how you get pulled deeper into the emotional black hole energy because You step out into a relationship. You want to heal the betrayal. You don't want to be betrayed again, but to heal the betrayal, you pick someone who's going to betray you and they betray you. And you just, you tell yourself, see, I knew it. I knew I was going to be betrayed up. Now you set up another emotional black hole cycle in place and it just goes over and over and over again. And you'll repeat this behavior until you decide to do your own healing work by yourself before engaging in another relationship. So why is this something that we go through on an emotional level? Well, because we receive and process energy through our emotional body, and we're moving energy around all the time. We're making energetic decisions through our emotions every part of every day. How we perceive something, how we respond to it, whether we react, whether it's a positive experience or a negative experience, whether we feel good about it or not, whether it is something we want to continue with or not. We are making hundreds and hundreds of these kinds of decisions every day, all day long. But our emotional black holes are a constant reminder of the pain we can experience when we take emotional risks or open our hearts to the potential for love for connection of any kind so we create an energetic comfort zone and we move energy in small amounts and within the same frequency and vibration usually around the energy of our emotional black holes if this seems a little bit difficult it is because While we are trying to avoid setting off our black holes, we're also bringing in situations that mirror our black holes, which are then setting them off, which then brings us closer to that emotional black hole energy, which further compounds the the problems, but also reinforces the energy of the emotional black hole. And then why we don't need to get involved in relationships, how we can't trust anybody, and it goes on and on. And if this is your experience, I'm sure you're thinking, I get it. What do I do about this? Let's look at what we can do to heal this emotional black hole energy. And the first thing is, with everything else, is awareness. We have to understand the awareness that this emotional black hole exists that we have some kind of trauma that we do get triggered that we do feel powerless and helpless and that it comes from this source and the reason that it's important to have an awareness of it is because the emotional energy of of your emotional black holes is so dense that it infiltrates every part of your life so you need to see where it's working in every area of your life so that you can deal with it in every area of your life. There's a lot of danger in thinking, I just won't have a relationship then, or I won't get romantically involved. I won't be vulnerable. So I'll shut off that part of my life and then I'll be okay here. Well, that's not how it works because it will come up again and you'll see examples of it over and over again. And number two, understand that you are integrating energy all the time. You get to choose what you integrate. You get to choose what triggers you. You get to choose how you respond to your triggers. You have to be aware that there's the path of your emotional black hole. There's also other options and start seeing those other options. What other energy do you want to bring in your life? This is where your intention work becomes important. Once you set an intention for some kind of change or transformation, all of your energies that stand in the way of your intention fulfilling itself the best way possible or that are in conflict with your intention are going to show up. We tend to think, oh, I'm going to intend something and I'm going to carry it through. It's going to manifest and everything will be great. And then we set an intention and wonder, well, what just happened? My life is a mess. All this stuff came up. Well, it's because your intention brings up all that stuff. And then you have to process, the limiters, the blocks and things like that, that are standing in the way of your intention. If this is more noticeable to you now, and as I'm saying this, you're probably thinking, Oh yeah, I see that how this has happened to me. It's because we're experiencing such high frequency and we are experiencing such big energy changes at the moment, big shifts and downloads whatever is in conflict with this new energy we're trying to bring in immediately comes up it immediately arises not to remind us of how horrible our life is or what terrible experiences we've had but to show us okay you've set out this path these are the potholes these are the areas that are in conflict with the energy you want to bring in and you need to take care of those this is an important part of our ascension work and being willing to work at this, to do this level of healing, clearing, releasing, and transformation is a bold and courageous step in that direction. So we talked about awareness, we talked about integration, and the third thing is we have to look at is alignment. As hard as it is to acknowledge that we are aligned with things that causes pain, we are aligned with things that causes pain. When you are aligned with your trauma, your energy trauma, you are aligned with something that causes you pain. In order for you to decide you're going to do something else, you're going to have to pull yourself out of that alignment and align with something else, even though that something else has not happened yet. It's just like setting intention. When you set an intention, you create an energetic space for something that hasn't happened yet, but you have to create the energetic space for it. It's like choosing a recipe that you're going to cook for dinner. You open up the cookbook, you look around, you or you go on the internet and look through recipes, you find one, you go, this is what I'm going to have for dinner. And then you have to make it, you have to get the ingredients, you have to put it all together, you have to cook it, you have to serve it, and then you can eat it. It's not going to jump off the page of the cookbook and magically land in your plate. Well, dealing with emotional black holes and working with through them with intention and awareness and alignment is the same thing you have to decide i want to be aligned with say having a wonderful relationship or having a successful job or feeling more courageous in my life or even getting out of this whole healing cycle getting out of this trauma energy that i don't want to be part of anymore so when you do that it's a courageous step because you don't know what the result is going to be in your life. The result of anything is always trauma and you have to be willing to consider that. Yes, there may be trauma, but there's something on the other side of the trauma that you are going to be able to, uh, that, that, that is going to manifest for you. You're just going to have to get through the trauma first and we don't think about alignment every day. And yet, every day, we are aligning with something. And we are always aligned with everything that's happening in our lives. Everything that's in our lives is something that we're aligned with. And I, I want to just kind of take a little tangent because th- there's an enormous amount of wrong information, misinformation, disinformation about things like alignment. And the it's a counterpart is deserving. So you'll hear people say, You should create what you deserve. You should charge what you're worth. You should create the life you deserve. Well, let me just say this. Whatever you have in your life right now is what you believe you deserve to have and nothing more. You can't create any more until you decide that you deserve to have something else, which you start with the process of intention to create the energy container for that new thing, the new levels of alignment, and the ability to integrate new energies into your life. Alignment, integration, and manifestation are the keys to any kind of healing work that actually moves you out of the healing cycle into completion, into transformation, into new levels of congruent. This is my whole Becoming 360 energy mastery model. So when you're looking at emotional black holes, and I know this is a new concept for a lot of you, I've actually been writing about this for a number of years, probably about five or six years, and it got such an interesting response from so many of my readers who were so relieved to understand this is what's going on in my life. This is why I'm having such a hard time dealing with with my family, with partners, with with the fears I have, with things that are coming up in my life. This is why I find myself doing the same things in relationships, meeting the same kinds of people, going through the same kinds of experiences, and I can't seem to stop because this is this emotional black hole energy. What you have to do then is look at intention, alignment, integration. Make the changes you need to make and It's not easy work. I'm not saying that it is by any means because it's hard. We're dealing with trauma. We're dealing with probably some very difficult trauma. And in order for you to move beyond it, there has to be some kind of trust because at the moment you don't see anything beyond it. All you see is pain. And you have to be able to envision something beyond the pain, beyond the trauma that you can set your sights on and go, this is where I'm going. I'm going over here. I'm starting here. I'm going over there. And now I know what my path looks like. And this is where we either stand up or give up, where we must be willing to trust that even though we can't see the path, we are not going to fall down. If we try to soar into the joy, peace, abundance, and love that we want in our lives, but that our emotional black holes make us believe is either you know going to be very short lived or practically impossible to create, much less maintain. Our emotional black holes drain us. They do. They drain the joy. They dra- drain the life. They drain the, the motivation. They drain everything from you because they have such a strong and dense energetic pull. Our emotional black holes drain us and create a strong negative vibration that impacts all of our energy. And I've said that and I want you and I'm repeating it because it's so important for you to realize that it affects all of your life. You can't just wall off part of your life and say, OK, I'm done with this over here. It's not going to you know, it's only in this part and I'm, it's not in this part. So I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist and move forward when we release them when we get them out of our lives and we get their pull out of our lives or energetic pull now we can bring in more fulfilling energy to enter our energy fields and be integrated but the thing we have to be willing to do is bring in that new energy bring in that integration without being able to see the result so this is a lot of trust this is a lot of faith in yourself going back to this issue of deserving, you have to make the decision, not necessarily that you deserve better, but that you want better. Because putting it in the area of deserving is kind of silly, in my opinion. Again, as I said, you always have the life you believe you deserve to have. If you believe you deserve more, you'll create more. You'll create something different for yourself. But Putting that spin on it, and it is just a bunch of psychological babble of you just, you deserve to have, you know, this is the life you deserve to have. Well, no, because until you just think you deserve to have something different than what you've got, you're not going to be able to create it. And the trauma around your emotional black holes is so dense and so traumatic that a lot of times you don't believe you deserve to have anything different. So you need to work with intention, not deserving. You need to look at alignment and integration and not this idea of, well, I deserve to have better because you don't believe that. You really don't. You need to work with intention. So setting intention, creating strong energy boundaries, understanding your triggers, being aware of what triggers you so that you can not let it knock you over and not let it completely flatten you every time it happens are going to be important in dealing with emotional black hole energy as i said it's more noticeable to us now because we are part of the great awakening we are going through this 3d 5d ascension integration we are bringing up a great deal of deep deeply held deeply seated very negative energy and emotional black holes are part of that so if this has resonated with you if you understand that you've got emotional black holes and you want to change, you are willing to consider that there could be something beyond the density, the fear, the trauma, the grief, the sadness, the the soul-sucking fear of an emotional black hole in your life, then you're ready to make some changes and you're ready to start thinking of yourself in different ways. Start plotting your path to more joy, more peace, more love, more abundance in your life. And it is possible. Remember, it's all about alignment and integration and working with your intention that allows you to truly release anything you're ready to release and you want to release and replacing it with, it with anything you want to replace it with because you are energetically sovereign. And that's something to remember as you are considering you know, whether or not you have the energy or the potential or even the ability to overcome this dense emotional black hole energy. Of course you do you're energetically sovereign and you just need to activate that and stay firmly within that in order to be able to heal yourself of this trauma and remove it from your life so that it's not part of your life anymore. It doesn't govern your choices and decisions. It doesn't infiltrate every area of your life and then create the peace, joy, love and abundance that you truly want in your life knowing that you deserve it and you can have it and you will manifest it in your life every day. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.